Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 440 for Sunday, November 8th, 2015. I'm Shane, and I am, as per the usual, joined by Anthony. Whoa, I'm Anthony now. You are, I think. Yeah. That's what your birth certificate says, I think. Pretty. How do you know that? (laughs) That's so scary. Totally speculating on that, I think, but at the same time, I also know. I th- no, is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's it Tony. What's up, man? Oh, not too much. Oof. Getting colder out. Yep, that is the case. That winter's is the coming. Case. <laughs> it is. We want to say that a lot, like in uh, Game of Thrones. Winter's coming. That's true. I like, I like saying that. <laughs> I want to. I want to watch more. I think I got to episode three. Ooh. <laughs> I uh, definitely need to catch up on that a little bit more. Maybe I need to get my own HBO Now uh, subscription before I do that. Yeah, that that, that would help. Yeah, oh, or nice. or I don't mm. even know how much the series costs at this point, but I think you could just get it and binge it for a month and then uh, cancel your HBO uh, Go subscription. Oh, well, whose voice is that? <laughs> That's Matt. I am what? doing fantastic. I haven't seen the second half of the Packer game yet, so I don't know who won. Oh my god! So don't say I'm anything. Still- Feeling really good. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna ever watch the second half. <laughs> I won't I won't say anything, but um <laughs> it's very difficult to say. Hopefully no one in the chat room spoils that for you. Yeah. Help us out, chat room. <laughs> yeah. Chat room help no, me out. No, don't help don't help us out with that. Uh <laughs> I did see well. there was already an animated gif of uh, Aaron Rodgers with his uh, uh Surface Pro. Uh, he did not look too happy, so Ooh, that's right, they have those. <laughs> They oh, call wow. them iPads too. Give me that iPad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. I like that. Microsoft didn't like that. I bet doesn't like that. No, it's paid tons of millions of dollars to sponsor someone, and then they call it incorrectly for your competitor. So. Exactly. Well, now they have like the blue like cases over them. Everything says Surface on it. I really and the Microsoft logos all over them. I'm sure they're really trying to. To make it so it's not like, you know, like the brand Kleenex is associated with like, oh, what is it? Like tissue or whatever. Like, but uh, I thought tissue was the brand. I thought they're actually called Kleenex. <laughs> so there you go. Q-tips and cotton swabs. I always thought Kleenex that. was the object, too. I didn't know it was its own speaking, brand. Speaking of which, the Windows, the whole Windows thing, we saw a lot of that at uh, BlizzCon this weekend. We were watching that oh. whole thing. Tony and I, well, a little bit. Well, I don't know. Matt, Matt wasn't watching at all right <laughs> maybe a little bit uh but hearing <laughs> yeah we were uh watching that a little bit that whole blizzard games uh mm-hmm. convention they put on it's a lot of fun they had a lot of uh microsoft surface sorts of things going on there or, or just windows really uh, they're just mostly yeah, windows uh, uh, is a sponsor heavy sponsor of it they were really rocking the windows 10 mostly uh, sponsoring ads. it yeah yeah it, to the point where even their their more recent game they're going to be coming out with uh, they are not they've for the longest time now they've supported Max and they are not uh, really doing that for this upcoming game Overwatch for whatever reason at least at this point which is that's a bit unfortunate but that's different true. market I'm surprised about that too because some at, at the Apple events they talked about uh, was it HBO Go 
and they said it was going to be supported on Apple TV originally, and then I think they brought it over to. Well, they yeah. actually there was a uh, there was a panel where they specifically talked about how coding on the Mac apparently isn't as uh, quite as. Oh yeah, easy that was a something. straight question. I think yeah, from the Overwatch crew that people were asking why it wasn't coming to the Mac. Yeah, and I don't know if that has anything to do with uh, Swift or the Metal or any of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I wonder if the switch to Metal is going to do that because OpenGL used to be oh. a pretty big standard, and now they switched to Metal, which is a more proprietary API. But so. the thing is, that, so, so my, Good question, my yeah. only thing, my only uh, response to that is that they didn't. Um, you can still, I think you can still use OpenGL if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I thought you, you could. can too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, then there might be some other factors. Blizzard just slacking off. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's a different, <laughs> it's a different market, right? Because they're putting it out on consoles now, and oh, yeah, I guess maybe if you're doing, more, uh, you know, PC yeah. console and uh, platforms, right? Uh, they can make more money off PlayStation and Xbox than Mac, maybe, or maybe they're just, you know, right? It, right. Yeah, maybe the the. Uh, the market's bigger than Maybe that Microsoft was paying true. them enough money that they didn't want to mention it at BlizzCon. That's probably true. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then two weeks later, yeah, it's coming out. Don't worry yeah, about after it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> after that whole Windows 8 debacle, they kind of bad-mouthed, well, I think it was Blizzard and, and was it Valve, I think, were a couple companies that were kind of talking crap about Windows 8 and uh, how terrible that was to program games on. And then that was a quick, pretty quick turnaround since then. Uh Kind of every made a 180 and everything with with that whole thing. I think now that <laughs> Overwatch is being done on there and all that fun stuff. But yeah, anyway, uh, enough video game talk, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, let's uh, let's dive let's dive into the news. News. Google Person Finder tool deployed after a major South Asian earthquake. This is according to The Telegraph. And if you hadn't heard, there was a was an earthquake that hit in uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and India, which was primarily in the northeast portion of Afghanistan. And uh, uh, apparently within hours of of this earthquake, Google had deployed their Person Finder tool. Um, have you guys heard of this before by chance? No, I have no student. clue what this is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so not to jump. I mean, it's, yeah, it's terrible. I guess there was at least 180 people that died, which terrible, terrible thing as always. And it seems like you hear about these things more and more each day. But mm-hmm. so essentially, what it does is it allows people to determine whether or not uh, people in that area are safe or not uh, via a web application that people can post and search for relatives or friends on and then uh specific organizations governmental sorts of organizations uh are able to get involved with that as well and uh you know they're they're allowing uh the certain areas to use their respective languages to to uh feed information onto there and i guess they did this with the with quite a few um Different earthquakes in the past, and the, with the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, the 2011 Japanese earthquake, then with the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, and then well, which was not an earthquake, obviously, but uh, and then uh, this most re- recent one in May, the uh, earthquake in Nepal. So uh, yeah, it's it just seems uh, I like the idea. Uh, I mean, obviously, <laughs> these things are really unavoidable, mm-hmm. but you know, just being able to have technology that could be potentially 
you know, I, I, you know, they don't they don't go into whether or not this is specifically saving people's lives, but I would imagine if you're able to know someone is safe and okay, then you know the sooner the better, and just overall helps helps everyone out and in the long run with this. And I, how does this work? So I mean, let's say I know of an earthquake that happens somewhere where I have a relative. How do I know to log onto some site and type in information, and this other person is going to know to do the exact same thing? Right. That's that's a good question. Well, first of all, I would uh, I would find this tool. Which let's see, I have the link here. <laughs> Is there advertisement for this tool? Yeah. So if you're ever in an earthquake, come to our site. Earthquake. We will post a link to this. Good. <laughs> good. Good. So it looks like Google.org/slash/personfinder. First of all, and then there are some different ways to get to the specific one. Oh yeah, so then you can just click on, see this one says South, South Asia Earthquake, Japan and Test Mode. Well, those aren't. In yeah, Test so, Mode. Yeah, South Asia. So then you've got, I'm looking for someone and I have some, I have information about someone. So you would click on either of those links. Oh, and then it also says in Pakistan you can also SMS by texting such and such number. I don't know, maybe I can say that. 0313-568-2379. And to search, type search and then name in brackets. For example, to search for Ali, type search Ali. To add a record, to say you are okay, type I am. Name here. Hmm. For example, if you are Ali and you are okay, text I am Ali. So I guess huh. there's a couple ways to do that. It says they're currently tracking about 400 records. So that's that's quite a chunk of you know people. Safe people, no doubt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's you know. I guess it's it's kind of a depressing article, but it's good to know that we have, you know, technology is more and more is kind of helping out in these certain types of situations. And yeah, I think I think it's uh, I'll allow it. It's a good thing. Good thing. <laughs> I will. I will allow it. Yeah, it's, it's a great idea. I'm, I'm hoping they could bring it to more of you know something kind of integrated into your phone or something like that already where you. You know, if I'm, I'm worried about, let's say, Shane's in some place, a uh, danger zone, maybe yeah. I can just ping him on his phone and say, hey, are you all right? And he could, you know, get a notification or something and click OK. Yeah, I, I'm sure to do that. I'm sure Google is, is probably working on something like that. Um, this seems like kind of a, a more of a quick deploy, deployment sort of thing that they're, they just want to get it out there as soon as, as quickly as possible. Um, I would imagine they have to be working on something like that, wouldn't you think? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never know. Hopefully we'll see more of that in the future. Well, we don't want to see more <laughs> disasters in the future or anything, but... More earthquakes in the future? <laughs> no way. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> more ways to help help <laughs> families and and uh, friends out in these types of situations in the future. Yes. Well put. Cool. Thanks. Matt, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got one from Engadget. This is the Keurig Cold, uh, Cold with a K. Uh, Whoa! The subtext is that you could just buy a mini fridge instead. Uh, so this is just <laughs> the, the cold version to the hot Keurig. Uh, from what I saw, the it has the same kind of pod technology where you put a pod into it, it brews something. Uh, every every pod I saw was uh, some kind of a, a, co- a cola a soda. Uh, so Coca Cola had its own. Dr Pepper had its own. 
Um, but uh, so it's it's kind of a direct competitor to the soda stream in that it makes soda. Uh, but the key advantage it has is it has uh, no CO2 tanks. It actually has these called carbonation beads inside the pods. So the the pod does supply pretty much everything that the uh, uh, the soda needs to make. Um, so you can create a, a quick soda uh, without having to. Probably, I guess the alternative is filling your fridge up with soda. And I guess that's the solution this is trying to solve. Um, and it's two ninety nine for the machine, uh, and then five dollars for uh, a four pack of pods that are uh, brew eight ounces of soda. I thought that was a little bit uh, high priced yeah. right now. Ooh. So too, I guess the first thing I thought before even hearing about this was, this is a cold coffee maker. Three D printers. Three <laughs> D printers for soda. <laughs> but this is actually just soda. Okay. Oh, int- yeah. Nice, nice, Shane. <laughs> Thanks. Call back for, oh. to last episode. <laughs> Very nice. Minnesota. I just want to point does, out. What's that? Don't. Does don't. it say how long it takes to make a cup of it? Is it kind of quick, like a you know, like Keurig makes coffee? Like yeah, the, the the reviewer said that it took a little bit longer than he was expecting, and you push a button, it kind of starts chugging away and working on it for a little bit, and then uh, comes up with it. So it's it's not not very instant. I'm guessing it's probably pretty comparable to the the hot Keurig machine. Now I know as eight ounces. You said eight ounces for a cup, or one of the it makes like one pack makes eight ounces. One so one pod makes an eight ounces. So uh, one five dollars for these four pods is going to give you thirty two ounces of soda. Okay, so the thirty two usually I think is right for you know everybody wants that big gulp, but uh, I don't know how long is it going to take me to get that thirty two ounce big jug gulp of, eh? of soda yeah. that I want. Well, that's a five dollar big gulp. Yeah, that's true. But it's going to take me uh, what an hour and a half? No, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you could look at it that way. I mean, or you could look at it from the bottled soda perspective, I guess, right? But yeah, I guess it is closer to. I guess it's, a, it's still the syrup and all that, right? Well, it's more or less closer to the uh, to the fountain soda than it is to your store bought uh, two liters, right? Yeah, I, I suppose it's probably making you maybe drink soda less in a way. I suppose you know versus if you are <laughs> someone who likes to drink soda a lot. I don't know. Yeah. So if you look at it that way. Real quick, I just wanted to point out uh, E-Rock's comment in the chat room. Uh, is Tony's Magna Board able to find people? Magna Board? <laughs> I, think you have, I think you have a board of uh, a bunch of magnets behind you. Is that what that is? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what is, is that, that? Like evolution of consoles or? Yeah, know, is that it's what just it is? a poster. It does look like a magnet board. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Yep. Nice. Sweet. Yep, evolution of consoles. And then this side... Is all the Mac stuff, although I'm sure it's dated now. <laughs> We're gonna go with magnet board. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. Go with the magnets. I think he's yeah. asking if that's. Uh, <laughs> it kind of does look like one of those maps. That they put oh, I pins see. Yeah, I suppose it's just like that. <laughs> it's like tracking. Nice. Uh, it reminds me of that uh, Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie, where the scene where they're tracking all the places he kills with a bunch of uh, red pins on the map. <laughs> Is that what you're oh, doing, yeah. Tony? That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I don't know anything behind me. <laughs> yeah. Except maybe it looks like an umbrella. I nice. see an umbrella behind you. And a Canon printer, is it? Or Whoa, Colin Aaron's out. Canon does not sponsor the show. Canon the printer. Canon the printer. Or Lexar or Lexmark. His name uh, is Canon. Lexar! Thanks, Matt. Tony, what do you have for your article tonight? Yes, my article is from IT World, and it is too good to be true. Microsoft ends unlimited OneDrive storage. What? 
Yeah, that's right. Um, and I didn't even know when I read this. I'm like, oh, well, they have they have unlimited storage because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would have been maybe all right. I can get on that, even though I think it would really take me a lot of effort to fill up a terabyte. Uh, I, I I don't have much to I, I, aside from music and maybe move or I should say pictures is probably what fills up a lot of people's hard drive. If I had to guess, mostly average consumer. But um, anyway, Microsoft used to. Apparently, you know, give you that unlimited storage with uh, Office 365 subscribers. Mm. I thought they gave you a terabyte. And I don't know, Matt, I think you used to, or I think you I, talked about it. Yeah, I thought it was a terabyte as well. Um, but maybe there's different tiers of subscribing to 365. I, I thought. Yeah, that, that could be. But anyway, some people were abusing it. And Microsoft, I, I'm sure they, you know, weighed everything. They said, you know what, we don't want to be, you know, an, an online storage or a cloud storage Providers, so maybe we need to rethink this. We um, need to rethink this, this unlimited storage option, and then they they did bump it down. Un, you know, there were people that were storing you know up to seventy five terabytes um, of just movies. There was DVR files of TV shows. There was uh, you know backing up I don't know however many different computers, uh, everything, and movies DVD collections. Uh, so. They're like, you know, we, we can't do this, so we're we're bumping everyone with an Office 365 subscription down to a terabyte. And if you have free, or if you're if you're you know if someone who's just signed up using the free storage, you got 15 gigs before. Now you're gonna get five instead. Oh, which, which is um, I know Apple does that. They give you the five gigabytes for free. Wait, um, and isn't I think, it 15 uh, still? Or no? What, what's that? Is it not 15? Why did I think it was 15? Is that Apple? just the email? The email is 15. Gmail gives you 15. Gmail, yeah. Yeah, Gmail gives you fifteen. I think. Or maybe gotcha. more now. It still says fifteen for me. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I think that the free storage. I'm more surprised by the unlimited. It seems like anytime a company does unlimited stuff, even with you know phone bandwidth and stuff like that, someone you know there's a select few that just go and abuse it. And yeah. I have companies learn that that's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen. Kinda, and that's why you get yeah. throttling? They really need clients. to. Well, and the other thing was, I think. Well, first of all, I, I suppose Evernote does that, but I think they they limit your you know how much you can do a month unless you subscribe to it. But the other thing was I think Everpick, which is another one, which is an old fo photo storage uh, online storage, and they did unlimited for sixty bucks a year, I think, and yeah, they couldn't really keep it working, so they went under. But I again, that was probably you know maybe too early to uh, they I think they were ahead of the times maybe, but um, so. I don't know, but yeah, if I, I, I don't know if it's a good business model to say unlimited. That's kind of what this article went in a little bit more at the end about um, should we just always limit it to maybe an ungodly storage option that you know we don't think anyone could maybe obtain for X number of dollars or you know that unlimited word. You know, should we? I, I mean that that has value to it too, but maybe that value has kind of gone down because of Microsoft and because of other uh, storage solutions out there now. That don't necessarily want to do it because maybe someday they wouldn't be able to, or because because someone might uh, abuse it, like with Microsoft. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I, I was gonna say, do they is is do you think there's any reasoning behind this? Because Microsoft just pumped in a bunch of money to these new Surface books. Do you think there's any uh, relation there, or no? <laughs> is this completely a, a separate thing? <laughs> Um, I, I, I think it's probably separate. If anything, it, it, where I guess, what do you mean? I just mean, I, I don't know if they're trying to, you know, save as much as they can now that they maybe put a, a ton of money into those things or. 
Mm. I don't know. I guess they have a lot of money. Microsoft is pretty. They they they, <laughs> they do have a lot of money. I know that this probably will. You know, some people take this as you know, like, oh, I don't know about Microsoft now. Let me look at someone else for a solution. But obviously, this is probably not a an easy um, solution that they came to. It probably took some time, and they decided to go with it because of people abusing it. But yeah, I don't know. they're yeah. always going to have that yep. people like unlimited. All right, let's see what I can dump off there. You know, that I don't have to worry about. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, very interesting. I didn't know, and I still have, uh, I just looked today, I don't know if I'm going to go down to it, because I, I think you do get some incentives, you know, like with Dropbox, which they're starting is, I think, two gigs for free, Dropbox, mm-hmm. for free, um, and they'll give you incentives for if you get other people to sign up or whatever, but I think Microsoft was, if, if you, you know, put your camera roll on it or, or whatever, throwing your pictures, and you get, um, I forget how many more gigs so um, you can kind of uh, up up that a little bit more. And as of right now, I did look at mine, and I have 30 gigs of, from Microsoft for free. And I don't remember what I did for all that, but I know there's, uh, again, different incentives or getting other people up there. <laughs> well, blocked it from your mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't use that much. <laughs> I have a couple documents up there that you know don't take up anything, like most documents, but I just use the the free online versions of those. Uh, services right now but um it's nice to know that you know if, if i ever want to put anything up there um still 30 but i don't know if that 15 is going to go down to five that they gave me so then you know maybe i'll be rocking i don't know 20 gigs or so most folks wouldn't want to know what i did to get those 30 gigs <laughs> <laughs> i don't talk about it <laughs> uh yeah that's that's kind of about it do you guys use microsoft for a lot of storage uh nope <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still that. on Dropbox. I'm I'm paying for their, uh, you know, their pro uh, tier, which is they only have one tier, which is pro, which goes up to one terabyte. And I think I'm at 100 gigabytes. I, I just cracked that a little while ago. So hey. one terabyte seems pretty impressive for, I, I suppose, movies and whatnot. You could probably sure. fill that up quick. But I've got yeah, some on Google Drive, some on Dropbox, some on Creative Cloud, some on oh, I feel like that's Apple, the way I'm some going on iCloud. I mean, stuff. yeah, it's. Uh, I'd rather, I, I think I just want everything on one, and I do like, I, I don't know, Google has, since I'm mostly with Google, with, you know, Gmail, and I, I the pictures kind of sounds interesting up there, too, but I don't, I don't know right now <laughs> what I'm doing. I have stuff on Apple, I do have stuff on Microsoft, and on Dropbox, but, you know, a one solution, or I need to sync that all into one someday, I think. Yeah, you know, I there was... Sync it into one drive? One, Nice. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you know, there was a, there was a, I don't think we ended up doing an XP boost for it, but there was an application called uh, O-Drive, I think it was called. I don't know if it's still around or not, but it was meant to be a way to more or less incorporate all of your uh, cloud storage solutions into one. And I, I think I tried to download it, tried a little bit, but uh, ultimately it didn't have every, you know, cloud storage solution maybe maybe there's more now but i think one of the big things is that it didn't have the creative cloud uh on there and i do use that for a lot of my things you know they give you 20 gigs with that one um obviously it's not a free it's not free but it's 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 free with your subscription you know so wait it, it kind of lines up like if you have something with gmail if you have something with onedrive if you have something with dropbox into one yeah kind it's kind of that's the thing it's it's a little that would confusing. Be nice, I don't know if I can see that working. Because it's not I think it still separates them out. <laughs> so sure. It's not, 
you know, into different folders at least. So I don't, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't actually seem maybe that useful in that regard. Um, but that's something I might still potentially explore at some point. I think ultimately I just want, I would really just like one, uh, storage solution for everything, mm-hmm. but maybe that's just yeah. wish, wishful thinking probably. Kind of. I mean, you could make it happen, but you're probably going to pay for it. Like, I don't know about Apple's. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than photos, I, I'm using that now, but again, I don't know if I'm going to use that in the future. Right. <laughs> but, right. yeah. Right. So, that's about it. Cool. Nice. XT Boost. Okay, well, this week we are talking about the brand spanking new Apple TV. Wow. With the brand spanking new remote and Siri <laughs> and all that fun stuff. Oh. Uh, this will be the fourth fourth <laughs> generation. <laughs> fourth generation. Do we do sound effects this week? Uh, I think so. Oh, what was... talking about? <laughs> yep, that was all me. <laughs> this, is the, this is the fourth generation <laughs> Apple TV. And Tony and Matt both picked these up. I did. I have not yet. I'm still sporting the. I want to say it's the third gen one. Uh, it yes, Tony, which had what an iPhone four hardware in it or something like that. I think it was the CPU, or the processor from. Pretty sure it was the iPhone four. Uh, but uh, obviously, they have now updated that hardware, and things are looking looking much better at this point. Why don't you guys uh, tell yeah, us a little bit about it? 4. Yeah, <laughs> which well, iPhone? Sorry, which iPhone you got in your boxes? Cool. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, I'll start it off here. Sure. Uh, first category is just the the hardware. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into the tech specs, uh, but just physically, it's it's a little bit bigger than the the old Apple TV. Just a little bit taller, but the width and uh, depth are about the same. Um, I didn't think that would be a problem, but I, apparently my uh, my TV wall mount is uh, pretty thin, so I couldn't actually fit it. It kind of peeks out the top of uh, behind my TV, so probably one one consideration. But it's still pretty small. Um, then the hard drive sizes: thirty-two or sixty-four gigabyte. I I went with a sixty-four gigabyte. I don't know what you did. Uh, what did you do, Tony? Which one did you go with? Oh, I did thirty-two. Did thirty-two? Yeah, I, I, I started <laughs> oh. looking at. Uh, the apps and stuff I downloaded. I, I think Netflix said it was like 20 megabytes, so I'm sure it caches some stuff there. But uh, I'm wondering how the heck I'm going to use the 64 gigabytes. That seems monstrous right now. Um, and then I guess the last thing I'd probably point out on the hardware is uh, supposedly it does not support 4K right now. Uh, so if that's a you know if you have a 4K TV, that might be a, a deal breaker for you. Um, I did look at it has uh, HDMI 1.4, which I guess technically can support 4K at 24 frames per second. So it may be a software update that in the future that will make it uh, work with 4K. I'm, I'm hoping it won't be a, a hardware upgrade to, to get to 4K. Um, as opposed to there's a new HDMI 2.0 spec, which can do 4K at 60 frames per second. So physically, their HDMI spec can only do 24 frames per second, which I think is what most TVs do now, right? Or have they switched to something better? But uh, <laughs> maybe that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I, uh, you know, any, any comments from you guys on what's uh, interesting? Just, which is what's kind of interesting about that to me is I think it was the first generation Apple TV. Uh, <laughs> this this kind of says something about Apple, I think, because it was it required, I believe, it required widescreen, a widescreen TV, but it didn't support at least a, 
pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure the original ones didn't even support uh, HD, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, again, don't Ori- quote me on that. Like, when you say the original, are you saying the first gen? Yes. So it's 2007 or 8, right? Yeah, 7. It looked uh, like it had the component cable, so that would definitely It did have component standard. and HDMI. It was standard um, def, you're saying, Matt? What's that? Are you saying that standard definition? Yeah, isn't it? Or maybe it does do HD now. Com- I'm not too sure on that actually. Did 480p or 720? Oh yeah, okay. Oh, so so they're lower. Oh, it just HD. didn't do 1080. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the first gen didn't do 1080. Um, okay. That's probably BGN, RCA, stereo, oh, USB 2.0. Oh, it's just interesting. Yeah, so it's. It's kind of similar in that regard that it didn't support that higher resolution at the time. And I don't think it ever did, not to uh, <laughs> put a damper on things, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I guess it's good. I'm not really planning on buying a new TV anytime soon. Yeah. So I guess it's yeah. probably not going to really come back to bite me. But if you are much, planning on buying one or you have a 4K, this may not it be. It could the, be that composite didn't, maybe. <laughs> know if this composite ever does it support 1080 at all i'm wondering because composite? maybe that was oh, maybe that was question. the restriction at the time you know um i'm i'm a pretty late ado- uh, adopter when it comes to tvs so i yeah would not have had to mess around with that stuff right gotcha so i remember the you know when you get around here uh when you get your cable installed i think i think sometimes they they go with the component because it's supposed to be a more reliable technology, but I'm not sure if things have changed. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if things have changed with that. And I think that's still kind of true. You know, maybe that was with the older HDMI. Maybe that was prior to <laughs> HDMI uh, 1.4. I I didn't even really realize there were different versions of that. <laughs> to be honest, is that true now? Because I I know when I had Time Warner cable or whatever, I was surprised. Like, why don't I get an HDMI cable with this? Why am I still getting the component ones? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just wonder if it's just cheaper. That's what I was thinking. Cheaper, and then like you know, this Apple TV, and I, I think a lot of these devices don't come with an HDMI cable either. You need your own. You need to get that separately. I don't know if any other device, a top box or anything, comes with one. Oh, this one didn't come with an HDMI cable, didn't? I just mm-hmm. actually I had the old one. I just pulled the old one out and just plugged the new one into the the same cables I had before. That's, yep, that one didn't. And the week I had the third gen. You know that didn't have one either. <laughs> huh. So that's a good good thing to point out. If you plan on picking this up, you might need another HDMI cable. Yeah, or an HDMI cable. <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> uh, should we go on to uh, the next part uh, section? I've got here is about the, the just the new remote. Um, it has sure. a touchpad on it. Um, one cool thing: it's it's Bluetooth, not infrared, so you can if if it, <laughs> the Apple TV fits behind your TV, you can shove it back there, and not have to worry about. Uh, you know, being visible for your remote. Um, I guess the the coolest thing that I, I liked was the uh, the fast forward the scrubbing on it. I thought that was actually really really good. That was probably the uh, the best point of having that touch screen or a touchpad uh, that I that, that I could find so far. You know, using it uh, pretty heavily over the weekend. Um, and of course, it has Siri integration as well. Um, I thought that was pretty good. I generally kind of just browse for what to look for, and I normally don't know what I'm looking for, so I. I'm wondering how much I'm going to be using that in the future. Um, and then also just the on-screen keyboard is just horrendous. Uh, huh. If you ever have to type in a password or a username or anything, uh, it's horrible. 
Oh, they all are. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. If they, especially with a key or a, a, a remote. And I, I, I know we'll probably talk about this in a bit. But, yeah, I was just trying to game. And I just, oh, I don't like the remote for gaming. Oh. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick correction here. Um, <laughs> were we saying, were you guys saying composite? Was I saying composite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so, you are. I've been, it's actually, I've been really talking it's, about connections. It's at all. actually component. Component. Component is the uh, red, uh, red, green, blue, red, blue, green, uh, <laughs> and that looks like it does support uh, up to 1080. Yeah, up to 1080. So, it's just that the Apple TV didn't support it. Yep. So you're screwed. <laughs> Probably not getting 4K on that thing. <laughs> Sorry. <You're> screwed. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, on the original Apple TV? Are we talking about the first gen? Or are you talking about the new one? No, no, no. Well, yes, I'm talking about both. I'm talking about how the old one didn't end up reaching that resolution of 1080 and how, and yet had component video. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and this one, technically the hardware looks like it should be able to f- support it, but it doesn't right now, so they, they probably won't. But updates, future. you know, updating it, it was probably not nearly as uh, uh, regular, so... We'll see. We'll see. Sorry. Just wanted to uh, bring us back to that real quick. Please, please, please continue. Any other uh, thoughts from you, Tony, about the, the remote? I always pick it up upside down. <laughs> Every time oh, I pick yeah. it up upside down all the time. I hate it. I'm like, why isn't this working? Crap, I'm going to have to return this. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know. I just pick it up. I don't think about it. I'm just trying to like rub it around, you know, to get the cursor. <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. But anyway, but I, I that does happen to me a lot now that you bring it up. Uh, yeah. It happens quite a bit. I'm, I'm the other side because there, there's you know one side's obviously for touching and um, rubbing. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I'm always on the other side of it, and it's upside down. So yeah, yeah. I, I and I got. I think I came across the whole that same thing when during BlizzCon. I I think I picked it up the wrong way at one point as well. Yeah, you Even were checking it out. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play around with it too much. Um. But I will say, uh, what I what I did notice is that it is so much smoother and and easier to use um, than what the options were with with both the remote and the remote app prior to that. But with the previous versions of the Apple TV, Matt, did you find that to be the case that the uh, the way you know you 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 uh, navigate through your icons on there, it just seems much more intuitive, much easier to use. Um, it took a little bit to get used to, so um, you can you can do a couple different motions. You can tap on the side of uh, the the touchpad, which is kind of like clicking the the old button. So you move one icon to the right or, or left by just tapping on it, or you can try and do a swipe, which I don't, that seemed hit or miss. If I swipe really fast, I'll go over a couple icons. Sometimes I'm not swiping fast enough, and it just jiggles around the current icon and doesn't actually move. So I, I was getting a little frustrated to begin with. I didn't. It's probably something I maybe I just need to get used to, but I felt like it took a little bit more swiping to just get to that initial move uh, than than I was expecting. Did you use Did you use the app, the remote app at all, um, on the, the prior Apple TVs you had for the phone? Um, I, I, yes, I downloaded it, I installed it. Uh, it's one of those things where I get the Apple TV because it's it's simple to use, and having to launch an app on my phone and connect it, and it just didn't seem as simple as just picking up that yeah, stupid remote. Right. I, I completely <laughs> agree with that. I'm just curious if you got to try out the, you know, uh, trying to actually navigate on that remote app if if, if you have any um, 
point of reference for what I'm kind of you know comparing one to the other with the new remote to to that application because it's a similar oh. sort of the way you navigate you know you, the way you swipe on that is is similar to how that app worked. Oh, okay. I think for all I know, it could be exactly the same. Uh, you know, for, for lack of a better term, math behind that. And maybe it just has more to do with the texture of the new remote versus, you know, your phone is obviously there's much more friction on the glass on your phone versus this new touchscreen. Well, maybe that's not obvious to people listening, but it's a much smoother uh, touch surface uh, on the remote. So that could have a great deal to do with it. But also, um, I, I also wonder if it has anything to do with the way, <laughs> the best way I can describe how those icons kind of move now as you scroll through there it, it reminds me a lot of how the cards in hearthstone work when you click on them and they kind of wave around you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. so so if you're hovering over a specific icon it, it tilts based on how you know uh how far left or right you are on that particular uh icon which is kind of cool and, but i think it, it may actually help quite a bit with with kind of understanding how that uh how those controls work. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, I, I was, I, I don't know. I, I, I gotta say, I was really impressed with that part of it, that it just seems much more easier to, much more easier to use than, than at least, well, either of the previous remotes were. Mm. Yeah. The first, at least you can swipe past a couple of icons instead of having to click nonstop with the old remote. But I, I guess I didn't seem to mind it too much uh, mm-hmm. with the old one. Uh, I guess on to the next section, which I've kind of sectioned off for just apps, uh, App Store in general. Uh, the App Store actually functions and looks incredibly similar to iPad or iPhone iOS App Store. I'm sure they just kind of retooled it and reclassified certain apps. Uh, so that's that's kind of nice. Um, although I was getting kind of frustrated, the App Store looks pretty darn similar to the home screen. So sometimes I couldn't tell <laughs> if I was in the App Store or if I was just that's actually true. on the home screen. Uh, and then also, uh, just uh, I, I only did that one crossy bird game uh, that was uh, <laughs> at the, uh, the demo. I don't know, actually not too bad. It worked pretty decent with the the remote. Uh, I didn't try it with any other games. Wait, is it Crossy uh, Road? Crossy Crossy Road, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Are there? Then so they, they have like a the old Frogger clone. Yeah, they came out with some newer ones since then, but yeah, it's like that. I think there were a lot of games. Uh, oh yeah, to, to get. Um, I don't, Tony. You said you played some. Did did you, and you didn't like the remote for for the games. Um. Yeah, I played. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was kind of like a space, like you know, uh, dog fighting shooter game. And you're basically using. You, you kind of are using it like a Wii remote. You know, like a Nintendo Wii remote. Um. But instead of like turning it sideways to kind of like. Um, you know, where you kind of use it as like a controller. You're basically pointing, you know, your remote at it the whole time and kind of, you know, going up and down just to, you know, control your aircraft or your spaceship or whatever And um, as it's shooting. And I don't know, I kind of found it, it I don't know. I, I don't know if it was the game. And maybe I, should, I don't want to really review the game. I'm, re- I'm reviewing the, um, the, the, uh, the Apple TV right now, so... Uh, I, I, I guess I didn't like that experience right now, but I know that maybe these are just the first games that have come out, and I know that you, these games will be able to. Um, I, I, this is again just the start of it, so I think they're just going to get better as they go on. Um, but there was another game I played. I, I guess it's mostly just the control of the Apple TV remote, and I'm just not sure I'm a big fan of. And I know that I think there's a Steel Series 
gamepad out there already for the Apple TV that you can get. Um, that probably would give me a better experience, but I'm not sure I want to use this as a gaming experience, uh, as a gaming, wow. um, you know, device right now or primary Steel for series. that. Steel Series does all those remotes, <laughs> all those yeah. controllers. We, we were talking about how. So sorry to go back to BlizzCon, but somebody <laughs> there was a, an audience sure, member cool. that had a question about. Uh, if they'd put out a you know a specific gamepad for Overwatch and and they were like, oh, yeah, actually we should look into that, and I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's that's the job for Steel Series. <laughs> they pretty much uh, do all that kind of stuff. Anyway, big, uh, big I had no idea about that that Apple had uh, or the Apple TV had one coming out. What's, well, what's that look I like? I thought I thought it was going to be like, all right, I got a game. You know, let me you know maybe this is my Nintendo Wii back in the day. You know, experience in my head, thinking that I could turn it sideways, I could play this game. It's going to be great. But no, it was it was basically like pointing a remote at your TV the whole time. You know, I wasn't really pushing many buttons. Uh, uh, but I don't know it. And then again, I need to try more app, uh, games than that one. But uh, I don't know. Other than that, it was very responsive and it worked well. I wonder if once Bluetooth controllers come out, if it's going to be a better gaming experience. I, I, I would not want to do much more. Like, the Crossy Road was about the extent of uh, gaming I'd want to do on the remote, and that's just swiping up to move your guy forward or back and left and right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the other thing is, and I've heard this, I don't think there's any games out there right now where these developers, and I, I think, you know, I don't know in terms of games how many games are on the App Store right now. Um it's lower compared to you know just you know firing up your iPad and looking oh there's a whole bunch of games but uh, I think I heard them saying you know whoever I'm listening to these days um, just that there's they're making more uh, the developers are making more iPad or I'm sure, Apple TV games for it but then also like a companion app for your iPhone to use that as a controller too so I thought oh that might be a better experience but you know only time will tell with that I don't think there's anything out there right now. Uh, but looking forward to that and you know possibly trying that out so and then also if you do try out your if you're if you're a big gamer and you like using the remote for it it uh to recharge your uh your uh apple tv uh, remote uh you you did you do get a lightning cable with it so you can charge it but uh full charges takes about 9 hours so huh that's what the uh the apple website oh, that's what said. that lightning cable was for yeah, <laughs> just throw it out. And I, I've been told now I, I, it comes charged. I don't know if it's full charge, half charge, out of the box. But uh, I've been told like while you're on your Apple TV, um, it will alert you when your your remote's low. On, so nine hours oh. to charge. Did you say what the actual battery life of the remote is? No, that's a good question. I did not read that. I was looking for that. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure it depends on usage. Obviously, playing games more than and you're using it like willy nilly probably more than just like if you're just like a Netflix uh, watcher then you're probably not using it as much so I'm sure there's something with that huh I don't mm-hmm. think I ever changed my original Apple TV remote now that you bring it up I actually wow. I actually did <laughs> uh, I think I needed to do it at least once uh, and it was huh. a you know it's like a it watch battery watch battery yeah oh, it's uh, what's well, is it a watch battery it's those bigger ones though the C but I forget what the number is but 1320 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the number. The SC 1320. <laughs> Sounds like a droid. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted while we're in the app section, I was browsing yeah. the app store uh, and I got to some, some section. It seemed like every third app was like a fireplace app that would just show a fireplace on your TV. <laughs> there you <laughs> so go. The old flashlight <laughs> like apps that. where every well, other app was like a Netflix. flashlight. Oh, you get that on Netflix. Like, you know, and, the 
App Store 1.0 back in 2008 when it first came out. And every app was either a flashlight or a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just going to get some of that Farting stuff. Soundboard. You charge you $2.99, <laughs> you can hear a fart. Or whatever. But <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll get better. There was actually some really, uh, I was actually kind of impressed with the, the selection of video games, but I just the other apps were just these fireplace ones. Yeah, uh, and that's and something. Then, uh, another thing I noticed is just... Um, so the original Apple TV, the I think the apps were kind of curated very heavily by Apple. So they all mm-hmm. had a similar look and feel where Netflix and HBO are now have their own uh, kind of look and feel. So it's it's definitely a different experience as you flip between the apps. Um, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the the new Netflix one, but I, I guess it's not really a ding against Apple TV. Hmm. Yeah, ever since you kind of said that, I wasn't. I don't know how much I am either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and but then uh, I just had a section for, uh, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, the section for just sure. initial impressions uh, and just some things I wanted to to bring up that I didn't know were to fit. Um, so mm-hmm. one cool thing to do is once it uh, once you start up the Apple TV, it asks you to uh, connect to your phone via Bluetooth. You just hold it by the, the Apple TV uh, and that connects to your Apple ID, uh, your password, and uh, your Wi-Fi to get, the, get it set up uh, pretty easily, um, which was nice to get going. You uh, did get that to work? Having- I got it to work, except for when I went to the app store and tried to download something, I had to type in my Apple ID and password. Uh, so it seemed like it kind of defeated the purpose. And that's where I was, you know, five minutes into it, go to the app store, you want to download Netflix, and now I've got to type in all that stupid, all that stuff on that uh, keyboard, which is horrible to use. So that, oh. that was not a really good initial experience. Um, and then the the screensavers are new, which uh, I thought were pretty cool. They've got one that's a, uh, it's just mm-hmm. videos of slowly panning over cityscapes. Um, so that was kind of cool. I guess each of those yeah. videos is about 600 megabytes, and you can kind of rotate them in. Um, yeah, and you can um, custom or customize how, like how long they or when they download that uh, the new ones because I guess they're going to come out with new ones or something. I saw that in settings where uh, I think it's like once a month or something. If there's a new one, they'll throw it on there if you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't mean to cut you off if you had more to say. No, that. yeah, I was just yeah. I think I, I set mine to daily, and I've seen mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, you know, close to ten different ones now. Oh, cool. wow. I've only seen two. I should really update mine. I think mine's <laughs> like once. A... So I saw I, like um, I don't know. Was that New York or whatever? I don't know. One at night. Uh, half of them are San Francisco. Was oh, that? Oh, okay. Well, then probably most of the others are uh, London. But there was a Great Wall of China one, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see the China one yet. So the uh, one I saw. I saw one with water and yeah. like a mountain in the. Oh uh, yeah, it's the, the one, one I uh, got from Tony. It kind of reminded me of. Uh, I was in Nicaragua a little bit there, but uh, it's probably Hawaii or something. Uh, but, probably. But I was, I guess I described it the way I described it to both of you guys was a uh, reminded me of a cinemagraph, which is a uh, you know a still photo that has some movement going on in it, like the foreground, for instance, would be moving slightly. Sure. Um, What's well, all that seemed like that's what it is because um, the background's just kind of slowly zooming and the water seems like it's might be sort of a repeated animation or something. It looks really nice, but um something there was some, yeah, one that I think comes pre-installed is the the night where it creeps in on San Francisco and that one it, okay. it seemed like it was going forever and you know till it finally got to the city and eventually it would mm-hmm. kind of pan over the city. Oh wow. But That's cool. I think it, they sped it up after that first one after they downloaded some variety. Yeah. Oh. Um, variety. Did you guys uh did you guys uh, try Siri at all, or you, I guess you talked talked briefly about her. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if Matt, did you talk briefly about Siri? I just mentioned it, yeah. If you have yeah. used it at all, any impressions on it? I don't. Uh, okay, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> like, I've typed in some things, or I've typed in. Oh, I've used Siri like, all right, what's the weather? You know, when's the Packers playing or whatever? But, um, um, oh, what did I say? Like, what are some new things on Netflix? And I think it showed me some things, but what I really wanted it for is when I'm in a YouTube search and I don't want to type anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, type in, you know, John Oliver, you know, like, or like, you know, show me stuff on John Oliver or, or, or you know, anything, even Netflix search. You know, I guess that's maybe what I wanted it for. But no, I've got to type that in. I can't I can't use that. Um, yeah, that's oh, that's so nice. I oh, I hate typing in YouTube searches. <laughs> that's the worst. Well, and that's the worst. First I mean, problem, like you were saying, the worst. Yeah, the keyboard, on-screen keyboard. Oh, any on-screen keyboard where you don't have, and I think they got dinged for this because I don't think you can set up a Bluetooth keyboard. You might be able you to. Can't, I tried to. Yeah. Oh. I got the yeah. app store and it's like type in your username and password. I'm like, oh, I've got an extra Bluetooth keyboard. Let's do that. And it, it's yeah. not supported. So that no, no, no. And you and then the the current app for the Apple TV, that's for the last one. You you can't use the current app for the new Apple TV, I should say that. Uh so that would have been nice, maybe. Um and then as you were saying, like setting up, I'm like, oh, that'll be great. I'll be able to set up my Wi-Fi with it without having to type in all my Wi-Fi craziness. But that didn't work. Didn't realize why, so I'm like, "All right, manual, let's do this. Let's just get this over with." So I had here to I am. Phone pretty much next to the Apple TV to get it to. I connect. was, I was next to it. I was on it, and then later I find out, like, "All right, sometimes it doesn't work, but if you were to restart your iPhone, it will work." I didn't know that at the time. I do now, and I just wanted to get it over with without actually searching for some troubleshooting steps. So I did it. Um, but yeah, that's if if you guys are having trouble with it, definitely just restart your iPhone. And then try the whole process again. It should work. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of went through that. And then, like you were saying, usually, like, with with the other Apple TVs, you're presented with, like, a wall of icons with, like, channels, if you will. But with this one, it's almost nothing except, like, the App Store and settings. You know, there might be some other stuff on there. But so then you really got to download Netflix, download YouTube. You know, that kind of probably counts against your storage, which is whatever. I'm sure they're not that big. So, but that that was another thing I didn't realize. I thought I was going to get blanketed with a wall of icons like I was with the other one, but um, I wasn't. So, um, but then you do have to put. It might make me rethink putting in, you know, buying you know apps because oh, do I really want to put in my password again? You know, with this. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, you can. There is an option to make it make you type your password in to the app store every time. Um, you know, or wait 15 minutes and then type it in again is another option or never do it and then have them save the password. I wouldn't. Of course, I never want to do that option, yeah. even though it is the most convenient. I wouldn't doubt <sighs> that. Uh, I did it because I was so <laughs> oh, yeah. typing it in. It'd be annoying. Especially it if you use a password manager, your password is just ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. It makes That's me wonder when, when they came out with Touch ID, I, I swear, I bet they sales probably went up a huge amount just yeah, because I people just didn't have to type their passwords phone. in as much. Uh, this doesn't. Why did I think that there was a? Uh, there's no fingerprint sensor on this thing, eh? I don't know, nothing yet. No. No, I suppose it'd be uh, it'd be a lot more money to probably even integrate. They that. could do something maybe in the future with like your if you have your iPhone, then maybe they could use your blue your uh, fingerprint sensor. I'd, but right now there's there's nothing. Yeah. Um. Real quick, back to uh, Matt. You're talking about this fireplace. Uh, 
apps that are on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much. I think they're just taking those ideas from. Like, I think I briefly mentioned those are on mm-hmm. uh, Netflix right now. You can get those on Netflix and uh, e- even YouTube. So re- really, you can get them for free, uh, one way or another. Not to. Uh, <laughs> not that I want That's to true. YouTube. stop the Boom. sales of people trying to make a buck on these fireplace. I mean, I'm I'm hoping they're different. They're probably their own unique sort of fireplaces. But you know, now that I think about it, it's really. That really does seem like when you're thinking about an app to make um, for this, you know, new Apple TV, that that seems like a no-brainer. I suppose <laughs> just fairly <laughs> easy to implement for for you know just uh, kind of makes anyone that doesn't have a fireplace gives gives that uh, yeah <laughs> that look I guess in your living room. So that's right. I can make a better place. Better yeah, fireplace app. Yeah, more colors. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Um, there's just one other thing I uh, I just wanted to say. Um, if, if if people are on the fence about the Apple TV, um, I, I can say I know firsthand now. Um, AirPlay has always been something that has been kind of the driving force behind me wanting and and now having you know having for a while now an Apple TV. And and if you're if you're thinking that. Uh, Chromecast is going to do the same thing. You're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at least, uh, <laughs> no, least, I know. I'm the same way. At least from uh, I think Tony and my experience. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It does not seem to uh, broadcast uh, nearly as well uh, over over Wait, the. Was air. that the first uh, uh, Chrome experience you had over the weekend? That Chromecast? Uh, no, I, uh, I think I might have tried it. A very little bit, or you know what? I may yeah, have just. It's a seen Chrome it. browser. That's it, and only some apps work better than just a Chrome, you know, desk or a browser screen. Yeah, that's pretty much what you can do with Chrome. You need like a laptop or something, right? Or yeah, I just know that we were having a lot of issues, and when we finally got it working, it was uh, the quality was pretty terrible compared to well, compared to AirPlay on the Apple TV at any rate. At any rate, yeah, and I should say, like, yeah, the main reason, aside from everything we've said here, uh, is is AirPlay. That's why I want an Apple TV. Uh, I have a MacBook Pro, and I like to use that as a second monitor, and I can do that wirelessly. I can do that with you know video and audio, and it works just great. As well as with your iPhone too, you don't need or your iPad. You can just throw it up on your screen, and I just like how easy that is. And you don't have to, you know, screw around with any kind of settings. As long as both devices are on the same Wi-Fi network, you're good to go. And I like that, you know, I know when we were at your place, Shane, back in the day, we would just, oh, here's another YouTube video. We were just putzing around. Here's another YouTube video. Let's throw it up <laughs> yeah. on your screen. Yeah. You know, let's, everyone, we're just sharing YouTube videos back and, and forth. Just steal, funny little dumb and stealing videos. the screen from each other, too. <laughs> What's that? And stealing the screen from one another. That usually Yeah, pretty much, yeah, down. you're kind of fighting over the screen. It's kind of nice. You don't have to, like, oh, I want to use it next or whatever. <laughs> I think Matt has a different opinion on that. Well, I just, that's great. <laughs> I, I just like how it's almost too easy so you can fight over the screen versus like, oh, what's the password? Oh, you know, I got to put in this and do this and that. But it's just like it's too easy. And that's why, I mean, most of the time we're just screwing around. So it's not a big deal where everyone will be able to watch whatever videos. But um, I, I just that's so easy versus everything else. And I maybe I haven't really tried anything else. I mean, what else does that so easy? I don't even know. Like, Roku is, you know, that's just a streaming box. That doesn't do anything with mirroring, I don't believe. I don't know what Android devices or Google devices, if any. Microsoft, I don't think they do anything. I don't know. 
Yeah, and I know we're we're Apple fanboys, and I, uh, <laughs> we talk a lot about it. Yeah, talk a lot of good things. But you know, there's a reason. There's a reason. But that 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 was one of the main reasons. Just seeing how easy it was and how seamless it was, just to share content on a, a big screen. If you're just you you have an iPhone and you want to share stuff with your buddies or or whatever. Um, and the other thing is, I do have a lot of uh, content that I have purchased over uh, the Apple store. So, and that was one thing that as soon as I um, you know signed in with my Apple ID, I saw like. You know, okay, I can watch this movie, this movie, this movie, all these movies that I've already owned, as well as all the music I've have, and and TV shows. So, nice. and you know, it just streams right there. It's not on there at all. I can just stream it. It doesn't count against my data or my storage, I should say. My data. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. Did you guys? So. Did you guys give? Did you guys? <laughs> you guys give this a uh, uh, the prices and the uh, a rating at all? I don't know if you want to. Ooh, rating. Somehow. I don't know. Do I do one through maybe, five or one through ten? It's, I think it's just 150 for the 32 gig and then 200 <laughs> for the 64. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I'll let which, Matt which go up. Which oh, wow. Did go up a bit in the in the price I, there. But. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go four out of four Whoa. because I think it's, uh, <laughs> I, it's everything I like about the Apple TV. Uh, some things are, I don't know, slightly better like the, uh, uh, you know, the scrubbing the the film uh siri i'm hoping is going to get better uh, they're going to evolve it um mm-hmm. i don't it's not a huge step up right now but i think just having the app store and uh the the expansion for the future i think things are uh opens up a lot of uh, possibilities where things were kind of really curated and locked down with the old one so right now i had a little bit of buyer's remorse where it's it's not really a huge step up from the old one but i think once new apps start coming out it's going to be uh pretty darn nice nice tony um, can I do a one out of one? You got a seven. <laughs> that would be a hundred percent. Well, you're both at a hundred percent then either way. Nah, we'll say, we'll say three out of three. <laughs> Still a hundred percent. Damn it. No, I don't. Well, we'll say, yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I've said before on, I don't know, a podcast a while ago where I did get the old podcast or the old podcast, the old Apple TV, the third gen when it was, uh, when it went down in price, was it $69 or something? Yep, which I believe so, yeah. it still is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm not sure when they're going to update it again. I was waiting a long time for it, waiting, waiting, and then this one went down in price. And then I hesitated because I'm like, well, they're whenever they, you know, go down in price, they usually they want to get rid of inventory so they can make way for the new one. But I did it, had it for a week, returned it, um, and I was still like, all right, you know what? I'm waiting for it. I'm just going to wait, and I got it, and it's um, it's it's been great, especially with the uh, the AirPlay. Um, Oh, I, I don't know. But yeah, just like what Matt was saying with the apps, I think it's, I almost think it's too early to review it for a bit. You know, I'm, I'm giving it a three out of three right now. Maybe I'm biased <laughs> towards Apple right now. Um, I'll admit it. But I maybe think you want to drop it down to a two out of two. Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> two out of two. Yeah. Maybe you can earn that extra star in the future. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. But yeah, I just think that. Maybe it is too early to tell with the apps, but I do think it will get better because you have the community of people that are going to make those better apps. And I'm I'm hopeful. I, I and they've they've done it before with the iPad and the iPhone, and um, I think even the Apple Watch is is coming up a bit too. But um, and I'm really anxious to see what what this device will have, and I I, I think that it'll be great, especially with games. Yeah, I, I'm still a little bit of a gamer, even though I don't have too much time for it anymore. But um, I think it'll be really great, and maybe that I will update Netflix. Nice. And and Siri, maybe to search inside apps. I don't know. That might be a tall That seems order. like it should have been a no-brainer to begin with. Yeah, I think you're right. The only thing I use that for on my phone is just 
typing in random stuff in the text fields. It took yeah. a while on on the phone, oh, well, iOS, for it to even be able to do things close to that. I think it sort of does that now, right? <laughs> on on iOS. Um, do what? What's that? Searching within apps through Siri. I, th- I think you can kind oh, of do that now, I, right? I don't know about searching within them, but I mean, Evernote, I just type out notes by just talking and dictating. So oh, nice. It's quick things like that. It's pretty nice. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think, <laughs> I feel like if, if I could spell this out, I, I, I would probably name this episode uh, t- Tony going, <laughs> I feel, I feel like. <laughs> That's from that video we watched <laughs> on Hearthstone. Oh, oh is that <laughs> Makes me want to play nah, that song. I shouldn't say that. It's a funny <laughs> little Hearthstone video. Well, uh, thanks, guys. That was a very in-depth review. I greatly appreciate it. I, I will have to uh, seriously consider this in the future. I mean, I was considering it anyway. I'm not going to lie. But mm-hmm. at some point, I'm sure I'll get one. Well, if you would like to check out our website, we're at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Leave us a rating on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, I think that's primarily where you're going to find us. Also on Alpha Geek Radio, recording Sundays at 6, 7 central on Channel 2. Got that all working out tonight. Feeling good about that. It's looking real smooth. I like that. like how that's going. You can email us at techiespodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or, uh, you know, you just want to bitch at us or something. I mean, just do it. You can do that. Aww. <laughs> we're, on, <laughs> we're on Facebook. Aww. Maybe not, man. Slash Techies Podcast and on Twitter at Techies Podcast. You can find Tony at Ible123, Matt at Hulock, and myself at Shave Maddox, all on Twitter. Any last words? I'm a tired girl. <laughs> There's Tony's dog. That's my dog. <laughs> Find some of my other shows, including Troll Slayers, Tony, and my uh, latest show on uh, at NiceGuyNetwork.com. All right, if you guys don't have anything else, we'll go ahead and close this out. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We sincerely appreciate it. And until next time, take her easy. Again.